Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. Smash that subscribe button. If you're on podcasts, go to YouTube.com, Barca Breakdown. Hit the sub button and strap yourselves in, folks, because we just had a tight win against Alaves. 1-0 in La Liga. That leaves us currently, I believe, fifth. Fifth, right? We have a game in hand compared to uh, Real Batista, Sevilla, and Real Madrid, the top three teams. But we're even on games with Atletico Madrid, and we play them. In about two weeks here, because remember, we don't have a game next weekend. February 6th. And we're out of the Copa del Rey. <sighs> Where this is frustrating, dude. I'm not happy about well, this. Well, we're regressing, right? It's yeah. what I said in my last video, is that, uh, you know, the first three to four, five weeks under Xavi, I felt like there were incremental improvements that I was very happy about. But you get in today's game, you see a lot of things that look very similar, similar to Ronald Koeman's era of running Barca, right? And... Um, as time goes on and as the players aren't able to, you know, get the positional awareness that we think they need and that Javi has said they need, you have to put the blame somewhere, right? And it, it goes all around the team. I do think the subs in particular were just really too late, right? I mean, the first half of this game was one of the worst halves I've ever seen. Sleep, and snooze fest. Nothing was working, sure. right? Um, Luke Dijon up front was looking really slow, even though he's had quite a few clinical finishes in the last, you know, four weeks. Today wasn't his day. Uh, there was a shot at the end of the half that Alaves almost scored and put themselves up, which really made me nervous. And then throughout the whole second half, right, we, we don't make a change until, until we put on Nico for uh, Abde. And I think what's really apparent is that front three of Abde, Luke Dijon, and Ferran Torres isn't working really well. And, you know, it's kind of a bummer because we're hoping Fati and Dembele would be the ones to lead us forward and to, you know, help us push to top four. But Fati, of course, is probably going to have surgery and be out for the rest of the season. Dembele, not looking good. He missed training today. A, yeah, but counting that aside, we just looked like we had no strategy coming out. I uh, didn't really, I couldn't point out a single player that really looked great. I mean, Pedri generally looks good, but at one point he started losing the ball. Um, just overall, the team looked like we didn't want to push forward. We didn't push uh, the midfield, didn't create anything, didn't open space. I swear Alaves was just parking the bus at one point. Yeah. Um, well, it looks like, you know, what's interesting is the Real Madrid game, we all thought we played really well. Even sure. though we lost, we were very excited. We go to extra time, right? Yeah. Then we come against Athletic Bilbao in the Copa del Rey 16. Of course, we lose that game, but we come from behind twice to tie it up mm -hmm. in, you know, full time, and then we lose an extra time. And so... Those two games, even though, again, we hadn't seen a, a tremendous amount of imp improvement, we obviously weren't seeing the results we wanted, I felt like the team gave a bigger fight. Today, they just came in so flat. I mean, it was, you know, without exaggeration, one of the worst <laughs> Barca games I've seen in the last four years. But that's years. one of the things I've kind of noticed. It seems like Barca, in part, takes the energy of the other team they're playing and kind of plays against that. But Real Madrid, for example, super fast-paced, countering us all the time, even though they destroyed us at some points. Same with that. Uh, athletic Bilbao did the same thing, but we were able to come back and score two goals against both those teams. But today it looked like Alaves is not particularly fast, particularly opening up space on the pitch, and Barca did the same thing. It's frustrating too because I don't, uh, you know, the big thing that I saw was indecisiveness and just a slow moving offense once we get sure. into the, the opposition's half, right? Which is what marred a lot of the Komen. Um, era is that you know the team would get the ball in the opposition half and they would just pass it around it'd be very lackadaisical you know we've all seen it and it's been everyone's talking about Jordi Alba's not looking as good that you know was the truth today besides the fact that he got again the amazing uh, pass to Torres who who assisted sure. it to Frankie de Jong but you know Sergio Dest on the wing we, I said right at the end of the last video what do I want to see in this game I said <laughs> I wanted to see Busquets not play and I wanted to see Dest 
um, so you got half. get an opportunity. I got half. <laughs> Des came in. He. It was interesting because when Danny Alves has pl- been playing for Barca, it seems like he has a lot more freedom and moves a lot more uh, to the middle of the pitch, whereas Des was really relegated to the side. And it just kind of felt like some of our team didn't want to pass to Des too much. And so he had a very quiet game. Uh, I think Busquets, again, had a stinker. He had some op- um, opportunities where he was just too slow on the ball. And, you know, it's hard to look at this game and think of someone who did really well, right? Ronald Araujo, who is so often the player we cheer on. Araujo and PK did a good job of not letting in any goals. But, you know, Alaves had opportunities. There were quite a yeah. few times where we would say, hey, if this Alaves team was better at offense, they surely should have scored there, right? Because their, their shots weren't good. Even the header, right, almost the last play of the sure. game, open header, easy as it does, and they hit it right into Ter Stegen's hands. Uh, but yeah, Araujo, who we always cheer on, he had some awful passing, right? And I see some murmurs about, well, this is why we need Eric Garcia back, because he's able to help you know, facilitate uh, forward passes from that center back position, which is going to be really crucial under this team. But it's Okay, mm-hmm. Let, let's talk about all those things that you just said in terms of the players and how good they're doing per game. But then also... Again, what you said earlier was that Javi didn't make any subs, and well, really, until the 71st minute, which put in Nico for Luke D- or for Abdi. Yep. Now, all those players, a lot of those players were not looking very good, not energetic. Nobody's uh, finding each other on the pitch. Why weren't we making subs earlier to beat a 19th team on the table? We have a bench that we can sub in some players, bring in some more energy, and we didn't do that. Now that just goes like, okay, what are we doing? We criticized Coman so many times for doing the same exact thing in games that looked exactly like this. Mm-hmm. And I needed something more to come out of this game. And yes, switching Nico in, taking Abdi off, kind of seemed like it put Frankie Jong more forward. He was able to make those runs, which did result in the game-winning shot. And I'm totally happy with that. But it was a little bit of a fluke. Sure. You know, exactly. like I didn't I didn't think even that one sub necessarily changed the game. And you look at the options on the bench, right? Jukla came in, but really late. I mm-hmm. felt like we could have put him on earlier because at least he provides more speed than Luke Dijon up front. And, you know, Luke Dijon's speed issues did cost us a few opportunities. And when you have Luke Dijon as the main striker, you need players who are able to cross it into him, right? Sure. Serginho Dest, not a great crosser of the ball. He is really good at taking someone one-on-one, you know, getting by them with speed, running up forward, but not exactly an aerial cross to header type of guy Jordi Alba again not in his normal groove isn't great at that and so I just you know it's just more of the same older players again who are slowing (laughs) down our passing ability in our offense and we're we're paying for it well I was also questioning uh, why we switched Ferran Torres and Abdi's sides at like midway through the game yeah because Abde and Dest on the same side was a lot of lost balls. Sure, true. But, w- okay, we th- we did that change. Nothing came of it. And then we didn't make an adjustment for so long. It just feels like he tried a very small, minute thing in the game, and it seemed to not work. But then he didn't make more adjustments as the game went on and on and on. And then I just felt like... Well, I, I <sighs> felt like we did miss Gavi, right? He was on the bench because of a red card. Not even sure. on the bench. He wasn't allowed for the game. But like you said, I thought we had Nico to put in. I mean, Braithwaite is back and getting sure. healthy. Uh, I felt like he could have, you know, his speed, he's definitely faster than Luke Dijon and, <laughs> and Jukla, I think. And, you know, I know he's slowly getting acclimated to full game time, but I thought he could come on. Ricky Pooch, again, is someone who I think could do well against uh, the Alibes team with, the, you know, parking the bus. Um, but why don't we take off Busquets, man? I just, uh, it frustrates well, me. Well, one of our YouTube commenters said, if you take off Busquets, who's going to drive the ball forward from the back? And, you know, a lot of us are thinking that Nico or Frankie Dijon have that ability. And I think we come back to the same issue. It's like, 
We say we don't have a replacement for Alba or Busquets, even though we have Balde, Frankie DeJong, mm-hmm. Nico, players who could take over for them, but they're not good at it yet because we don't give them play time. So you get into this little bit of like a catch-22 where it's like, do we start the – like we don't have a replacement, so we can't replace them, but we have players who could replace them if we practice with them, but they're not that good yet because they haven't practiced there in real games. Okay, but Busquets wasn't working out, clearly. He was losing the ball. His passes were off target. I watched him multiple times just slow to everything – Sure, but I I mean, I wasn't disagreeing with that fact. Okay. I was just saying, again, that we don't have players who are ready to swap in immediately. It's because we don't give them the opportunity to get that game time. I just think it's agreed, but I think it's more in the same that, like, if the players are also afraid to make decisions and take chances, Javi should not be afraid to do those things. We're already struggling. We're already seeing that we need to take opportunities. We need to take chances because otherwise... Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to make Champions League, yeah. right? Like, There's no question after seeing this Alaves game, the odds <laughs> of us winning the Europa <laughs> League are next to none. So I mean, bad. if we can't... You know, if we're getting taken to us by Alaves, it's a really bad sign. And, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, in... In conjunction with what you're saying about like the, the the people being afraid to make decisive decisions, that's what plagues our whole team. And sure. you wonder how against Real Madrid in the big moment they were able to make runs, to make passes, to try and break break open space, but not against here. And it goes to what you've been saying, which is that a lot of times Barca play to the level of their opponents, which is not what we wanted to no. do. Right. It, it, it's really hit or miss what Barca team we see right now. And I feel like there might be some fatigue and some... Um, you know, players who feel disheartened by the fact that we did just lose against Real Madrid and we lost in the Copa del Rey and we've really eliminated a lot of our possibilities. But these players need to play for the Champions League like their lives depend on it. And I'm just not seeing the urgency I need from the Well, the we're team. coming up to Athletic uh, Madrid. Atletico, Ad- yeah. Atletico Madrid, excuse me. Um in two weeks, right? Yeah. And we're huge one game. point behind them. Yeah, you keep saying huge game. One point behind them, and I just don't see us coming through with this, especially Suarez and everybody else on that team that just came back from that. Uh, they were down 2-0. Yep. They scored two goals in the 90-plus minute to win 3-2. Like, come on. What chance do we have coming into that game after this performance if we can't, especially after our first meeting with them, we got destroyed, utterly destroyed in my opinion. And we've been getting – we just got it handed to us – Two times yeah. in a row, three well, times in a row, Well, I mean, row, really. that's the interesting thing here is that we're having a lot of the, the four, five teams above us really drop points, right? Real Madrid sure. dropped points today against Elche at home, which is a game they really uh, should have lost. They got, you know, lucky with a few penalty sure. calls. Um, but that keeps them four above Sevilla. Sevilla as well had to come back, I think, from two goals down. Uh, Atletico Madrid came back from two goals down and one. And so, you know, even though there's some good comebacks there, there's still lost points yeah. by the people above us. And that's what we really need. Kareem Benzema is now injured. I know first place is uh, in La Liga is really not what we're going for. But, you know, I, I want to see not Real Madrid win. So Sevilla has a <laughs> chance here with Kareem Benzema hurt. And we just we need to keep uh, seeing improvement. Right, that was the yeah. main thing we would talk about when we were pissed off at Coleman and wanted to leave. Is that hey, we're okay with the coach saying he has injuries and he can't, um, you know, magically make a team that's all riddled with injuries a, a, a league winner. That's fine. We just want to see improvements throughout the season. And unfortunately, I'm just I keep harping on it, but I I feel like we have lost that uh, momentum of improvement that we were seeing sure. early on, and that really worries me, especially heading into Atletico Madrid. But you know, why don't you guys let us know in the comments what you think, how we can try and make adjustments to improve the team. I, I keep coming back to one point, which I really don't want to talk about, but how can you see that performance against Alaves and think that we should bench Usman Dembele for the rest <laughs> of the season, right? As much yeah. as I understand he's taking the club for a ride, he's asking for way too much money, he's going to leave for free and kind of screw us in that sense. I mean, 
he injects so much into the team mm-hmm. right now that we are. He's missing. our best player for sure. There's no doubt about yeah. it. I d- I don't know what we're gonna do at this point to be honest, especially if they're just gonna obviously not play him. Ah oh, man, I just oh I'm I get frustrated because the fact that we are just slowly, slowly seems to be reverting back to what we were complaining about so much. We don't want to go into the page of saying, oh, Javi, uh, he's now another Ronald Koeman, obviously. Of course Because not. we've lived that too many, t- too many times over the last two, three seasons. You know, Setien, Koeman. Uh, we were mad at Valverde for so long, and he was winning trophies. Yeah, we I mean, <laughs> that's the worst part is you go back and you think, like, how did we ever c- complain about Valverde, right? Like, winning leagues and Copas under Valverde was, yeah, of <laughs> course. And and I think that's my final point before we, we uh, click off here is that it does feel like a lot of players in these games, like, have PTSD from Messi, where it's like they can just, you know, half-ass their way through these games, and then Messi will come in and save sure. it with some late magic. Yeah. Because we saw that happen so many times with him getting an assist or a goal, and, like, that's just not, uh, it's not a reality anymore. We don't have those quality of players. And then... You know, on top of that, I still don't exactly know what Ferran Torres is going to be really good at. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying he can't be or I'm not saying I'm worried, but, like, I do feel like we're not utilizing him well enough in this team. Uh, And I hope to see that improve in the next few weeks here as he gets more time with Javi. The team gets to know him better. But I think that's all we have for you guys. I know it's a rough, rough game, but we got a W, right? We can't be all depressed, use. Okay, that's three points. Putting us closer to top four. (laughs) We will see you guys soon. All right, thanks, guys.